Thanks for listening to Open Collar on Anchor. Welcome to Open Collar. I am Corey Willis. With me is Vishal Sheth. Thanks for joining us. Hello. I remember you. <laughs> yes. It's this guy. <laughs> so apparently, so I missed gonna... a lot of a lot of new. Well, maybe not news, but date release dates of Marvel things. I just saw a big thing. But yeah, there it's it is. So yeah, we were talking last night with the joke title. I swear to God, when I saw Phone Home, I thought that was real. Well, yeah. That so <laughs> uh, I saw afterwards, like how they did it was a. They let uh, what's his name Tom Holland, uh, and then um, I think it's Tom Denmark. Yeah, and then uh, Zendaya each got to put a screenshot of the the movie, yep. and then the the second image uh, was going to be a a fake title, and then they're all like, "Oh, we all got different titles," um, which of course <laughs> none of them what? were legit were legit because that makes sense why would you i mean obviously we knew that they weren't going to tease it this early without it being an announcement um all right we also knew that they were not going to call the movie spider-man home slice yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) what's up home slice (laughs) spider-man phone home maybe (laughs) Um, people use phones but yeah i'm like that's fun i'm i'm glad there's a title now i'm you know, I just I want to get the movie. <laughs> no, I guess to wait till Christmas. I guess it's teaser first, and then. Well. Yeah. Or they just go all in with a big trailer, two and a half minutes of. Well, here's the movie. <laughs> Expand this to two and a half hours, and you're good. It'd <laughs> be funny if they did that. Show the whole movie and it ends with coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you just showed it to me. <laughs> yeah um and then yeah like the three stills we got show what easily could be like, like honestly a, every kids, every kids, one kids of them adventure movie yeah like yeah when you sent them to me i'm like is this a new indiana jones movie like this <laughs> yeah all of these scenes could be like young indiana jones or um or i guess what's what's the video game that tom holland's uncharted yeah like I'm like, are these just scenes from Uncharted? Like, it seems like it could be. It's, uh, they're walking through an entryway. They're on a computer looking for something. They're looking at a shadowy figure. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that Ned has the uh, "This is fine" sticker on uh, on his computer. I was like trying to zoom in to be like, all right, what sort of hints can we get here? And I was like, nope, there's no hints. It's just a "This is fine" sticker. <laughs> Yeah, and then like the other thing that's uh, funny about that too is um, the like little video they did with the uh, alternate titles with like on the big whiteboard if they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like some of them, it's like Spider Man Home Alone scratched out says right copyright issues. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so as you're saying, we got uh, Disney Plus Entertainment release dates like this one Loki we're gonna get that in June 11th the whole season pretty exciting um, oh well not the yeah. whole season the season oh, the season yeah 
and, and then Mighty Ducks got a a release, like a, an actual date. It did. March Along 27th. with March nineteenth, we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. April sixteenth. Oh no, wait, that's not it. Oh, it's May fourth. It's new Star Wars. Yep. Animated which makes series. sense. <laughs> I wonder if that was on purpose. Yes. Yeah, March 26th, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. What are we? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to watch it, of course, but I, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> well, like, I saw this uh, screenshot of Mr. Gordon Bombay, and I'm just like, this man looks like he could be a serial killer. Yeah, like he's looking a little <laughs> rough, rough around the edges. Like, like what is he holding in his hand? That looks like exactly. it's a machete. I was say, or... like, what's he holding in his hand? Like, it's probably a, you know a hockey stick or maybe like a, a skate sharpening situation. No, it's but like you know, you you put a hockey mask on that guy. Ice and, yeah, like <laughs> he's the ice palace killer. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Just like. What are you boys doing here in my rink? Yeah, he's looking uh, a little worse for wear. Absolutely, terrible. But maybe it's one of those, you know, that's it's what he looks like early on, and then he cleans himself up, gets uh, gets that slick back haircut like in Mighty Ducks Two, and you know, puts he's a suit on as a brand new person. A little, uh, <laughs> she's all that action. But he's not wearing glasses. Oh yeah, that's true. So I take my glasses off and I'm a whole, I'm a whole different person. Holy, who is that handsome devil? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Now with... you're wearing them again. It's just Corey. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Uh. Lois, <laughs> it is I, <laughs> Superman, which I haven't watched yet. Thank Me neither. Superman and Lois. I've been asked by multiple people, "Have you watched Superman and Lois yet?" I have not said. Uh... But before I move on to the next bit. Um, Sticking with Emilio, yeah. and I know we we have already done our uh, ducks casts at nauseum, yeah. but there was a he gave an interview and he was saying that um, Disney's uh, because they expanded the NHL and Disney brought in the actual Muddy Ducks that it actually put a lot of pressure on them when it came to doing the second Muddy Ducks movie. Oh really? Yeah. Since so uh, writer Steve Brill acknowledges that we sort of maxed out on the sequel's plot. Guess because there's a real team now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that didn't uh, stop them from making a third one though. So this is we sort of just maxed out, but we just have to keep building these teams up and knocking them down. That's the underdog story. <laughs> I'm I'm actually like a little surprised. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I am a little surprised. I'm a little surprised that after that happened, there weren't more like you know, a, a baseball movie about a team that eventually turned into a real team or a basketball movie that eventually turned into a real team. You know, like it happened with hockey. And like, usually when something like that happens in one of the sports, like it happens in the other three, you know, within short order. The closest is the isotopes in the like, AAA baseball. Yeah. <laughs> the Albuquerque isotopes. But yeah, like if you think Bad News Bears, with the exception of I think the bear, the the bat, the Bears, the, the actual um, Bad News Bears. <laughs> yeah, every other team is named after a baseball team. There's the Yankees. There's the I think Athletics, the White Sox or Red Sox, but there's no Bears, and unless you 
the Cubs, but it's not yeah. literally called Bears. Their mascot is a bear. Yeah, Bears. Yeah. There's one in football. So there's that. Um, we also have announced the actual Monsters, Inc. Monsters at Work show comes out in July. Nice. Did you ever watch that original Turner and Hooch movie, Tom Hanks? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've i seen it. Um, it's, again, yeah, it's one of those ones that I, I watched when I was much remember. younger. And, you know, I was much more into the um, bigs and movies like that. Uh, I never got into Turner and Hooch, but... Uh, we got a show. Yep. Got a and show. Not- Hudson and Rex for us Canadians. That's on City TV. Uh, I do like how their uh, Josh Peck uh, is on it, and he stars as the son of Tom Hanks' <laughs> character from the movie, who inherits a dog also named Hooch. <laughs> Hooch Jr. Who- <laughs> well, if you remember the movie, which everyone, if they have watched it, it's like 30 years ago, but Hooch dies, and they have another dog, and that dog is Hooch's kid, and he's also called Hooch. So we're really not splitting... Does that make Adam split Adams here? Make him Hoochie Mama. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, womp womp. <laughs> no, you're not living that one down. No, uh, I had to do it, but I, I, I knew I shouldn't, but I, I just had to. But also, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, did you? Did you see that thing uh, with Metallica on Twitch? That story. Oh, was it uh, someone played Metallica to get out of like copyright issues, or the other way so, around? Played was, something yeah, else so, to stream a concert. So Metallica was like a live streaming uh, a performance for BlizzCon. Yeah, and it was streaming through Twitch. Now, to avoid copyright issues, they dubbed like generic music over top. And the article I read is that um, what's funny is because the reason they did it, it was probably based on the copyright concerns when there was the big lawsuits against Napster, which was done by Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're one of the biggest proponents of yeah, they copyright were. <laughs> issues in music. So, how the turntables have turned. Oh, how they have. That's, that's, that's actually pretty funny. But yeah, I, I saw something like that, and I was like... People were like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I also saw this. I thought of you immediately. And I'm sure you probably have heard, but uh, so as of February the 5th... There were no longer flyers for Best Buy? Yeah, yeah, we... I'm i i didn't see anything about that but we haven't had them in store in so long anyway um we've been doing deals was saying that it's like for them that was like the biggest draw to their site was for those flyers and no more yeah i mean everything it's all it's all digital i mean they're still the digital flyers but it's all digital deals and yeah um, that's what this is saying is that they're all instead of now all there is is people being directed to their deals page on their website exactly which to me also seems like not counterproductive, but just like people don't typically visit websites Yeah, for things like that. And they go like, if I want to go to a website, like for a store, I'm searching for what I want, not to look for the deals of the things that I want. Exactly. Like you're, you're going to go into Google and type in the, the thing you're lo- oh, looking for a webcam and yeah. then 
maybe it directs you to Best Buy, but it'll direct you to that webcam's page or whatever. And, yep. you know, maybe you get lucky and it's on sale. But it's very seldom that someone's going to do that and then click, like, the Best Buy logo to go to the home page. <laughs> I might as well check out the deals while I'm here. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's it doesn't really work that way. Like but, like, had, also... Uh, sorry, go oh, no, go ahead. No. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, like, um, the, the flyers as well, like, I don't... I don't know, like, I'm, I'm not a big flyer guy like physical one you know i'll i have the flip app and i'll look through that every once in a while um but like i don't remember getting best buy flyers at home too often so then it was always a you know you you walk into best buy you pick up a flyer on your way in and you know maybe you're flipping through that as you're walking to where you're going um so like I can I can see how they don't really need it because it just seems like more and more now you're coming to Best Buy and you've already, you know, you've done your research. You've looked online, you've decided which product or at least product category you want and you're either going into the store to purchase it um yep. or you're going into the store because you know, you have two like keeping with webcams like oh well there's these two webcams um you know and you just want to ask someone, why should I get one over the other? Uh, at that point, like you've you already know pricing. You've already looked at that. You already know if there's any promos because it would say that when you looked up pricing. Yep. And so it's it's rare that you're going into Best Buy or or other you know at least electronic stores. Other stores might be different, but electronic stores, you're going in with a purpose of looking at a specific thing. And it's really rare that you're gonna open up a flyer and be like. Oh, you know, this TV's on sale. <laughs> like, I might as well pick it up. <laughs> yeah, so, like, like I, I give you an example of today. I was in because Parker started uh, skating lessons. Nice. Oh, here's the story. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> so we signed up a long time ago. Uh, lockdowns forced it to get delayed. Started up again. Um, you go through the registration process, you get waivers and sign and all that stuff like that. You get rules, all that shit. Nowhere did it say that I was required to wear a helmet when I am with him if I'm on the ice. Uh, so I get the guy could have been nicer. Um, I said, are you going on with him? I'm sitting there with skates waiting for him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He's all good to go. I got skates on. I'm like, no, I just wear these for, for fun. Um, you know, I just, I just really like hurting my ankles when I, <laughs> when I walk. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's like, well, I can't let you on with a, without a helmet. I'm like, well, dude, I have no literature anywhere does it say that I'm required. And I didn't read anything. But I didn't. She looked over everything and she didn't see anything either. So uh, the front of it is, like I said, he's this is his first time ever on skates. He's likely going to, like, you know, take a step and f- flip. You know, yeah, it's gonna, he's going to bail hard. Yeah, um, so I said, and he said, well, do you live close? And No, nah, I live an hour away. Like, I'm not going back for this. Like His session's an hour. By the time we went there, came back, it'd be over. So um, they said, basically, see if he will try on his own. And so we did. He was like a fish to water. He just yeah. took <laughs> off. He was good to go. Um, anyway, the guy found me a helmet. So anyway, I went to Canadian Tire to get a helmet for the next time, so I'm not causing any issues. And... 
yeah, I'm, I'm walking. I wanted to get furnace filters and looking for mine and didn't know the prices, but they had this is on sale. This one's not on sale. I don't need a flyer to tell me that this is on sale. I can go in the store and if this one's on sale, I'm going to grab this one over the other one. Yeah. And like sales are clearly marked. Like there's, you know, if it's if it's not in a different color, it's in a different font or, you know, a different it'll have a big sale something or like yeah. price crossed out with a new price. Like that's how you know it's on sale. Like there's so many things um, that let you know that, uh, you know, no one's and it's also it's one of those things where you're going in to buy something. And then if you didn't know it was on sale and you get there and it's on sale, you're like, oh, sweet. I was expecting to spend X number of dollars and now I'm spending, you know, Why? 10% less. Like, no one's going to be upset. Well, I didn't see this in the flyer. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and really, the only time I know people who bring up anything on a flyer is if it, you walk into like a uh, grocery store or, again, to bring up Canadian Tire, is when they have the posting of the flyer at the front saying, Error in flyer. Y- yes, this, <laughs> this exactly. is priced incorrectly. And that, that's about that, it. yeah, and like that's an awesome thing because we used to have to do that a lot at Best Buy for sure. Um, but now since everything's digital, it's like the you know someone just if if the price is wrong and you were able to sneak in and order it at that price, cool, good for you. But they figure it out pretty early and mm. change it, and you know most of the time no one's the wiser. Um, you know, maybe maybe you snuck in and, and got something for cheaper or whatever. But when we had those flyers, like they were printed so long ago that it's like, oh yeah, by the way, the flyer says this, but and it's just like extra hassle. Takes much longer to to figure out that that's actually the case. And even then, people will be like, well, too bad you guys made the error on the flyer. Comment. Yeah, mm, little comment. <laughs> That's when it's like, oh, yeah, we don't have it in store. You'll have to order it online. Well, the online price is this. Well, yeah, that's the real price, but sorry, you'll have to order it online. I don't want to order it online. Yeah. I'm already here. Offline shopping, as they say. Oh, yes. Offline shopping. That's the new. That is my That is my, my absolutely like least favorite Christmas commercial, and like. We know there's a lot of bad Christmas commercials, but the offline shopping commercial on the radio that plays, I'm like, yeah, okay, great. You have a, a couple of, you know, oh, what? I got my delivery in 0.3 seconds after purchase. How amazing. I'm like, yeah, great. Except for when you go to the store and they don't have the thing. Where's your offline shopping now? Jerk. Yeah, my dad and I were talking about that. He said he was never an Amazon purchaser until obviously when stores and stuff were closed yeah and like now he would he would rather pay the uh like two or three dollars more that amazon might be selling it for just to have the ability of um you know having it show up tomorrow versus ordering it from let's say a best buy and getting it two days later for cheaper (laughs) yeah no absolutely and like the thing is uh because everything's so like digital now like even when it comes to sales like that, it's it's hard to find like, you know, especially on Amazon, if there's a better price somewhere, they'll usually like they have it matched within hours, you know? So it's like, even if yeah, you do, you know, it's, it's really rare that it's going to be, you know, like I said, it, it might be expensive, but it's not going to be like way more expensive than anywhere else. And especially when it comes to big 
ticket kind of things. Like I know right now, um, AirPods Pros are on sale at Best Buy. They're on sale everywhere. It's the exact same price everywhere. It's really rare that the AirPods Pros are at regular price right now anywhere. So it's like, yeah, you can order it from Amazon, get it tomorrow and you know, maybe latest two days. Or you order from Walmart or Best Buy or Canadian Tire or whatever. And then it's, you know, who knows? Obviously, Amazon has their shipping stuff down like to a science. So it's it's pretty amazing. All right. Let's switch gears, talk some hockey, and go to Butts and Seats, our sports segment here with Nick Butts. And bring in Nick. Nick, what's going on? Corey, how are you? Good. Living the dream, right? That's it. Aren't we all? <laughs> staying safe how's the insurance game treating you yeah it's good it's uh it's uh it's busy um which is good and you know it's not like sends tickets where you know only a handful of people want them um everyone needs insurance so there's always somebody to, to call or talk to and um still learning a lot uh, insurance changes by the day which i'm finding out really quickly um but it's really interesting industry and um you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I don't think I ever asked you. So, what made you come up to Ottawa? Like, given how like you went to school down down there, you're from down there. Yeah. So, I in June 2014, I just finished uh, just finished an internship with London Knights after the Memorial Cup there. Um, and then uh, previous to that, throughout my internship, I think I tossed a flyer resume on NHL.com or something mm-hmm. and didn't hear back. So I kind of forgot about it. And then late June, I got an email saying, hey, uh, you, you want to do a Zoom interview or not a Zoom? At the time, it was um, Skype interview. And, <laughs> Skype seems uh, so passe now, eh? I know. It's like, yeah. That's it's like up there with my, yeah, it's like with MySpace. <laughs> Yeah, whatever happened to Skype, but anyways. Um, so, yeah, I did a, a couple Skype interviews. Um, and then I, uh, I came up to Ottawa, actually, maybe a month later for yeah. an in-person interview, uh, one of which you were a part of. Um, and Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about those. Yeah, uh, the first interview was, okay, uh, let's go back to the, uh, to the office and – Here's a here's a job description, and I need you to type this in French, print oh, it yeah. out, and bring it to me. And you have a half an hour to do it. Um, so that was fun. Um, so then was I that, didn't. Was know. that Patty? That was Patty's portion of it. Yeah. 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 So that that and I hadn't spoken French in a long, long time. So that was um, quite a reach. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I did that, and I did a couple interviews. Uh, you know, with the, the directors and then obviously you guys. And and then I drove home on the uh, on the Wednesday. Actually, no, sorry. After the last interview, um, I don't know if we can drop names here. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but Devin um, sits me down and she goes, uh, so how do you think you did? And I was just like, I was pretty honest. I'm like, you know, I'd like, I thought I did all right, but the French, you know, I, I definitely need some work on that. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And then she asked me, are you committed to working on your French? And I said, what am I going to say? No. I'm like, 
yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, okay. Um, and it was kind of like an awkward silence there for a second. And then she goes, well, I think I just offered you the job. And I'm like, oh, I think I accept. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyways, so that was exciting and awesome. And, you know, yeah, you know, lots of, lots of things kind of rushing in your mind. And then, so I had to drive eight and a half hours back down to Windsor that night. Lots yeah. to think about. And uh, I remember when I got home, I got an email saying, hey, can you start on Monday? And I'm like, uh, I guess, because Monday was the Fan Fest. Oh, um, Fan Fest. So, I, so anyways, I get home, load up my van with all my stuff, drive eight and a half hours back up to Ottawa, and I start driving around looking for uh, for rent signs. So literally, I had to find a place that weekend. I, I drove home, packed my stuff, came back up, when looking for houses, um, you know, got lucky and found one uh, on a Saturday. Yep. They were willing to let me uh, jump right in without any uh, notice. Um, and yeah, started on the Monday. So it was quite the uh, quite the whirlwind. And you're still here. Still here. Six years later. Actually, moving on seven years. And how's the lady friend? She's good. Yeah. Still. Uh, and you have a dog. I didn't know you had a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the dog's there. <laughs> oh, it's there. You know, for, it's now, there, for, for sure. It's, um, it's interesting on a call when you're talking to a client and all you hear is your dog barking out the window. You can't even hear, hear the person talking. And it's just like, it's the most annoying thing in the world, but it has its advantages because people on the other line like oh you have a dog what kind of dog is it i got a dog too and the next thing you know you're talking about your personal life for 10 minutes so yeah it uh, makes you relatable yes so it does have its, its advantages um but you know she can hear somebody walking on the sidewalk like a kilometer away so and she's super protective so she'll bark like crazy all day yeah which is super annoying but but i digress what, what kind of dog it is a uh, mix between a Maltese and a Shih Tzu. Well, at least you don't have a shedding problem. You know what? Some days, some days I wish I had that instead of the barking problem. But yeah, um, yeah, no, no, it doesn't. She doesn't shed. Um, no, definitely uh, good to have during a pandemic, um, especially when you're at home alone all the time working. Um, but it does definitely has its, uh, its downfalls too. Oh, so you're still at home. Oh yeah. Sounds like uh, sounds like they may be shifting to more of a work at home model moving forward. I think like most companies, uh, they're seeing that you know people are actually productive at home, contrary to old school belief. Um, and why not save some money? Why do you have a brick and mortar office when nobody needs it? Yeah, I, that's true. It's, uh, that's the one thing I found like with the pandemic, everyone thought, uh, um, you know, like the first thing to go would have been like brick and mortar stores with, uh, the emergence of Amazon, but it seems like it's going to be office buildings. Yeah. If you're in commercial real estate right now, you are, um, uh, drowning. Yeah. Like you're sinking because there's just no demand and there's no future demand. Like, uh, I'm worried about the economy. I think um, 
it's very um, fragile right now. And, uh, you know, the moment, I don't even know if Serb's still going. Like, um, Yeah, no, it's under EI, an expanded EI. Yeah, once that expanded EI stops, we're, uh, we're in big trouble. That's what's propping everything up. And the housing market. And yeah, housing low market. interest rates. and Yeah, that's the thing, right? So um, you, you got the low interest rates, but the buy-in price is through the roof. Yeah. So eventually it's going to kind of meet halfway. The interest rates are going to go up and the sale prices are going to go down. Yeah, part of me feels like you're going to have a situation here much like uh, like big crash in the States, right? Where just all these loans are going to come due and no one's got the money for it. Well, that's the thing, right? So how about all these people that have, you know, have on a five-year fixed mortgage at, say, 1%, right? Mm-hmm. What happens when that renews after five years at 3.9% or 4%? Yeah. Like, uh, it's there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Um uh, what about the people that have rental properties that, you know, um, people can't afford the rent or they're, you know, moving out because, you know, they, uh, they lost their job and they're moving home with their parents or something like now you got all these people and like, I don't feel bad for the people to rental properties because obviously they're doing all right. But like, w- those are going to foreclose, right? If they don't have tenants, mm-hmm. that's, it's hard to pay two, three mortgages. Yeah, and I'm wondering too is how many foreclosures around you then starts to depreciate the value of your home when you want oh, to sell it. Yeah, we're we're definitely propped up. We're more um, insulated than like a Toronto or you know um, you know other markets like that, but we're still susceptible because even outside the government, there's still lots of other companies that have you know done huge layoffs like Canopy and um uh stuff like that but obviously the senators and osag and like think about the 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 trickle down effect of of all those uh layoffs yeah aramark and then you have like the big corporations like bell right yeah Bell taking government money and, and shedding bodies yeah that's uh that's pretty criminal i don't know what they're up to but uh um I can't believe they're cutting out some of the, the people that have been there for, for a long time. I mean, I understand it. So what they're doing is they're cutting out the, the veterans that make a whole lot of money um, yeah. and replacing them with young people, just to, like fresh in the industry that are, you know, maybe a tenth of the, the cost. Right. What do you think of the, uh, the shedding of the radio stations? Do you think that's just a sign of radios on its way out because of, situations like this where people are at home making their own content i think radio is on its way out um just like you said like you know who listens to radio anymore usually you're listening to spotify uh apple music uh your your podcast audiobooks Mm -hmm. like when you're on a long trip no one listens to the radio you already have podcasts and stuff lined up when you're going to work you're listening to a podcast probably yep um I can't remember the last time, you know, I do listen to TSM 1200 every now and again. I definitely like uh, the morning show, but the content isn't very good anymore. Like how many times can you talk about, you know, um, 
a minute minute thing that happened in a game last night. Like I find that they beat the stories up because you know you, you listen to the radio, okay? You come back three hours later and they're still talking about it, or it's on a loop where they're they they keep coming back to it. So I feel like the value isn't there anymore. They're just, they're just not covering enough content, and they're like TSN twelve hundred. You're stuck covering Ottawa based stuff. Yeah, right? um, podcasts you can cover anything. What if it's the results of the 24-hour news cycle? Like, I'm sure if you're listening to it now, if they're not talking about Ottawa, it's just the constant hypotheticals and theories of the future of Tiger Woods now. Yeah. Which seems to be all everyone's talking about. No one's talking about, like, the concern for his health or the concern for uh, his future with his kids. It's all, will he play again? Will he compete at a level where he could come back like after 2019 when he won the masters after a back surgery that seems to be the only conversation people want to have now well you see they interviewed rory mcelroy and they asked him about it and he was just straight up like why are you guys talking about golf right now like yeah he's got kids well, good I, I i didn't i didn't hear his i saw the other guys talking about it but i didn't see rory yeah he's like golf is the furthest thing from our minds with with tiger right now because like he's got two young kids yep he's lucky to be alive. I don't know. Obviously you saw the mm-hmm. back, like that was, that looked bad. I think he came out like with, with a handful of fractures in his legs. And from my understanding, that's about it, which is like a minor miracle in of in and of itself. Like, yeah, there's the wreck. Yeah. That's uh and they had to use the jaws of life to get him out. So obviously he had been in there unconscious um, I do like the, like how there's like the Genesis Invitational <laughs> logo on the side of the. Oh yeah, shows that it's his. Great marketing. Um, I think he was on his way to the airport too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I saw something like that. I also saw he was meeting up with Drew Brees. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Something or other crazy though him yeah drew Brees and like uh justin herbert or whatever but uh uh it's tough to see tough to see man um guy's been through a lot well, you know the news story they like there's like there's scandals right and tiger in a car yeah i mean i don't want to speculate i don't know if anything's come out yet as to what happened but like so hope- far they just said speed and i guess unfamiliarity with the road it sounds like so far. Yeah, I mean, and again, you don't want to speculate. You just hope that you know he wasn't driving well um, after taking you know painkillers and stuff like that because he just had back surgery, if I'm not mistaken, too. Um, yeah, is what fifth surgery on his back? Yeah, or something. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. And now he's got a rod in his leg and screws and pins in his ankle. Man's more machine than man. Yeah, but this guy is an absolute like superhuman. He, I guarantee, I would not be surprised if he comes back at some point in the next year. Six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> he's day to day right now. Yeah, lower body injury. <laughs> <laughs> the classic. Oh yeah. So we've been watching a lot of the uh, the Chell. Yes, as much as That's I can. Right. Honestly, it's. Um, it's awesome the way the schedule is set up where, okay, I have one gripe with the schedule. I'll get get to that in a second. But um, it's awesome that, you know, every night there's a whack of games, right? Um, yeah. 
tons of games. Uh, you know, the, and the top teams are playing every other night. Leafs are every other night. You know, Habs are every other night. Um, what pisses me off though is you'll have ten games on the go, all of them starting at seven o'clock, and you'll flip on one. One will be done. It'll go to first intermission, and you'll check to switch yet your your game to another game, and they're all on first intermission at the same time. Yeah, that is weird. I have I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I have switched one from the other and have run into that issue. How they the haven't bastards. figured that out? Like how they haven't staggered it? So apparently, like so, the Sens home games used to be seven thirty on weekdays. Yes. That was a request by the team to the league. So that was a special request the Sens made, apparently. For travel, move. right? Yeah. Fan travel, yeah. So, but it worked out perfect because it was staggered. So you could watch, even if you're a Leaf fan, you're watching a Leaf game at 7 o'clock. First intermission, you flip it over to the Sens game. Mm-hmm. There's something to watch. Yeah, and even like when you had Saturday night, everyone starts at 7 I think, if I'm not mistaken, our puck drop tended to be a minute or two later than Toronto because of the the coverage. So when there was uh, the off chance that we had a quick period, the lead, even though know, we cut to intermission, it's still you have uh, uh, like bonus coverage. And there's still like two or three minutes of the Toronto. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. Yeah, I'm optimistic. That makes sense. But also, do you think it's a possibility it's because every game only has one national anthem now? Speeds up a couple minutes, so everyone's on the same same time frame? I mean, yeah, I think it would speed it up by, what, like three minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it could be it. Um, You don't have any of the pregame ceremonies anymore, right? Right. There's been, I think, only two I've seen – Shea Weber's thousand was a thousand game, and then Sydney's thousand game. But even that, it seems like it's a super small. Guys stand over on the, you know, by the entranceway. Two guys come over, snap a picture, and then they all fuck off, and game starts. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, so most games you'd have like, um, you know, that you'd have to roll up the carpet, have the anthem singer come out, have the flag people come out. Um, which takes time, right? Now it's just like someone's on Zoom singing and you're putting on the Jumbotron and it's like boom, 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 and then let's start the game. So it's um, it's a lot more efficient now. Damn efficiency. Ruining your, your, your flick and it's not like red zone with the NFL where you got four, five, six games going at the same time and yet you're still able to watch all of them. Why can't the NHL do that? That's what... That's what doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like they get it right well after the fact. Case in point, the Lake Tahoe games. <laughs> Did you see the video of the ref falling and then, like, I think the yes. dog falling? That was the greatest thing ever. Oh. Also, like, Gary Bettman's comment of, like, we've played in the rain, we've played in the snow. For some reason, when we have the sun out, it's an issue. Yeah, they're like, yeah, no, <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, it's supposed to be a cloudy day, so we should be good. Oh, what if it's sunny? Let's find out. Yeah. Yeah, just how do you not figure that? Like, how do you not plan for that? It's, it's the NHL, man. Yeah. What, what was it like? That was a, a, a great look, though. Like, the scenery and 
Sweet. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's just lack of planning. And I mean, it, it seems to be that way across the league. Um, the NBA, if they could adopt some of the people in the NBA, the NHL would be much better. But um, it just uh, it just seems to be either lack of resources or lack. I was just going to say, you think if they had the NBA's money, this would be a different conversation? Yeah, it could be. could be. Um, but like, I'm a proponent. If, if you're going to do something like that, something big like that, do it right. Yeah. Like, you know, should have been at night. Because 100%, like, all that, all they did there, like, that's all at a loss. They, they lost a ton of money for that event. But mm. that loss is for, is more of an investment for the future, right? So now, yeah. By, by having this big event, um, they hope to get, to attract some fans, right? So someone's going to watch. It's an outdoor game, Lake Tahoe. I don't really watch hockey, but no, it seems pretty cool. I'll, I'll tune in. Oh, no, it's actually, uh, I kind of like hockey. It's the way, you know, things are going and I like the pace and maybe I, I, I kind of, I like a player, like watching a player. And then next thing you know, you know, I start following hockey. And I mean, I, I'd like to see the figures on that, but um, 100%, that was just, that's all an investment. They're, they're working at a loss for that event. Like a big loss. Is anyone making money right now? No. In the NHL? Uh, nope. <laughs> just GameStop. Uh, yeah. 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 Just but not really. But not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I just, who's losing the most is the question. What surprised you so far this year? For what, a month, six weeks in? Well, uh, I thought Buffalo would be a little bit better. I don't know about you guys. Um, they've been a tire fire. Um, I mean, the Claude Julian firings kind of. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that either. Like, is it because you lost two in a row to? the last place team or is it just like they're what second second in hold on let me pull it up i think they're second in the division which oh they're fourth so they're just hanging on to that final scotia north division <laughs> playoff spot yeah you know what um if he got fired because he lost place the sends like that's unfair because man the sends are such a goofy team so they'll get absolutely like throttled by Winnipeg 7-1 but then they'll go beat Toronto 3-2 and then they'll beat Montreal 2-1 like yeah. they're just they always they're always up for those games they always get up for the Montreal Toronto games um you know they're frustrating to play against they take away time and space they're um they have the most hits in the league so they're physical um, they're just annoying to play against because they just get in your way. Like you can't get any sort of like um, any flow because they just they, they chop it up, and that frustrates a lot of skill guys. Like when when things aren't going your way, and you know you know you're playing against the pressure. So the pressure is all on the the Montreal's and the Toronto's when they come to Ottawa. Yeah. Right. So Absolutely. when they can't get anything going, they get double frustrated because like this is the worst team in the league. How am I not scoring right now? Like. So it kind of gets in their head, I think, and they're not uh, they're not I mean, young and hungry. They're they're annoying. Yeah. Young and annoying. Back, back <laughs> to being pesky. Yeah. yeah. 
why why do you think it is that they they don't they're not like that like with other teams like why is it that they get up for i mean obviously toronto and montreal like uh you know the local rivalries and stuff like that but like why do you think they can't muster that up for the other teams why isn't why aren't other teams worth it you know what that's a great question probably if dj smith knew the answer they would be more competitive in other games um i think it's just like when you're not a very good team you it's hard to get up for games because you know that you know you're probably not going to win it's not going to end well for you but there's there's games that you know you treat almost like a playoff game right like you don't want Charles and town it's a rivalry game you know this goes way back you know a lot of these kids grew up you know like in awe of montreal and toronto and um like they know the history behind the teams and the book you know the battle of ontario and stuff like that so it's easier to get up for a game like that than it is to get up for a game, say, against Winnipeg, where, you know, um, again, you know you're not a very good team and uh, you don't have that same um, hate or um, respect. Yeah, and especially now where, like, you know, Toronto and Montreal have been in their division for years and, you know, those divisional games have always meant more. Um, Whereas, you know, not that a game against Winnipeg doesn't mean anything but you played winnipeg twice right every year versus playing uh toronto and montreal six times or eight times or however the structure is that year but now like a winnipeg game should be treated like a division well it is a divisional game but you know it's you're playing all your games against your division and you know now that game should mean a lot more but it just kind of doesn't and I think a lot of the times too, like you got to think about it, the platform of those games is much bigger than a platform between, you know, Ottawa, Vancouver, Ottawa, Calgary. Like when it's Ottawa, Toronto, it's prime time. It's like, you know, Sportsnet. It's you're on all the, you know, social media is blowing up. Like you're you're on the biggest stage right now when you're playing those teams. Yeah, that's true. Right? You have way more eyeballs watching that game than you do. Ottawa, Calgary, for instance. Um, Even time zone wise, it, it works that way where, you know, maybe maybe an Ottawa fan might watch a game at seven o'clock, but if they're in Vancouver and the game starts at 10, maybe they don't want to stay up until one o'clock to watch it. Um, and, you know, the other way around, maybe people in Vancouver don't want to watch a, a 6 p.m. start or a, a 5 p.m. start because they're just finishing up work or just getting home or or whatever. So, like, you lose a lot of you know, you lose a lot of eyeballs that way too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know what? Like, I'm sure a lot. Like I said, a lot of these guys probably grew up a Leaf or a Habs fan, right? Like a lot of the Ontario guys. And if you can score a goal or or get an assist or play really well against the team that you grew up, you know, uh, cheering for, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, and you know, your whole family's watching and. Um, there, there's definitely added motivation there. It's kind of like, you know, that's when you like made it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I guess that's why we had a lot of problems with the outdoor game that was in Vancouver, right? He didn't have that rivalry like he did with the Montreal or Toronto. With Sure, it's the battle of what? Like one of the first 
NHL Cup Finals, uh, like the Millionaires versus the Silver Seven or whatever it was. <laughs> and then it was an outdoor game that was technically indoors at GM Plays. So you think um, Toronto's going to hold steady at number one in the the Scotia North West Regional, whatever you want to call it, division? <laughs> You know what? It's so hard to say right now. Like all they need is COVID to go through their team, and 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 the answer is no. Um, it, it's honestly it's going to be a war of attrition for the top teams. Yeah. Like who can stay healthiest longest? Like Leafs are without their top two goalies right now. Like Jack Campbell's out, Freddie Anderson's out. They got uh, Michael Hutchinson in that. Um, can you can you get the first place and keep first place with him in that? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Um, so again, it all comes down to health. I think if they're healthy, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I I would be surprised if they're not first place at the end of the season. Um, but it, uh, anything can happen this year. It's it's kind of one of those things, right? Like look at you know, uh, you know Buffalo did get hit hard by COVID, so I'll give them a little bit of uh, a, a rope there. But like Dallas. Um, you know, all these teams that are getting, you know, um, getting injuries and, and illnesses. And, and you're going to get more and more injuries because of the volume of games in such a short period of time. Like, that's going to cause injuries right there. Playing every other night, because in the, in the regular season, playing every other night would be like for a week or two stretch. And then you'd have, you know, three, four days off. And then you hit it again, right? Yeah. Those three, four days off are huge for recovery for, you know, mental health, like seeing your family and stuff like that. Um, you, they just don't have that now. Like it's, I mean, it's tough on the body. Some of the things they're doing and, and they're playing like, like you look at the Canadian division, like when you're playing like Leafs and Leafs have, like these are high intensity games and they're pretty like it, these are all these games are high intensity because you're playing so yeah. often that you're creating this animosity. So these are almost becoming playoff games during the regular season. And it's just, um, when you get that volume and the intensity, you're prone to injury and, and you're seeing that for some teams. So you got Buffalo is a shocker where they currently are. What do you think of Florida currently leading the yeah. discover central division? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, <laughs> One of the bigger, well, I mean, he had a good year last year. Chris Dreger, uh, just a throwaway by the Sens. Um, he was the Sens' third goalie for a while. He couldn't find a spot. Um, Florida picks him up, and next thing you know, like, he's, I think he's got better numbers than Bobrovsky. Um, Huberto, obviously, he's, he's, you know, he's blossoming into one of the top players in the league. Barkov, same thing. I mean, yeah, they're they're doing really well. Can they um, sustain this? I don't know. Um, I hope for them. They they need it for sure. But uh, yeah, that's definitely a surprise. Chicago is another team that is off to a better start than I expected. Um, and same with LA. LA, they're on a five game winning streak right now. Like, who would have thought that in that division that LA would be on a five game winning streak? No, yeah, they're. In a playoff spot. In a playoff spot. Tied tie with Colorado. Yeah. For third. Which is crazy. So, yeah, I asked you uh, 
your studs and duds yesterday. See if you thought of any. Because I remember I sent you what, like a week ago the biggest yeah, disappointments. Yeah. And uh, one of them was uh, our former highest paid all-star Carlson, who got, what, four assists in 13 games, and he's hurt again. That's insane. Um, $11.5 million a year. Worth for it. Four, for four points. <laughs> How's that trade looking now? Yeah. Well, I think you're one of the few people that thought it was, like, the best move that they could have made at the time against all odds. Everyone yeah. thought the opposite. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks in a market like Ottawa to lose, like, Arguably, if he kept on that same trajectory, he, he could have been, you know, top five, maybe even the second best offensive defenseman to ever play the game. Like, he's that good, or he was that good. Um, now, uh, he, he could be out of the league. He, he could be bought out in a, a few years. Whenever, I guess he got to be 35, but uh, or however it works, but... Um, that's what happens when you don't take care of yourself off the ice. I don't think he had, and again, this is me speculating, but I don't think he had the highest commitment to um, to fitness and preparation. I think he just had raw talent, and he kind of rode that. And I think he rode that as far as he could take it. And I think it, the, the lack of preparation and uh, and fitness has kind of caught up to him. Um, has he had some freak injuries? 100%. His ankle... Um, you know, uh, he, he's got issues. He's got bodily issues. He's breaking down. Um, and when he's not mobile and jumping up in the rush and making plays, he's useless to you because he's not good defensively. Um, and he's not going to turn into a, a defensive defenseman anytime soon. So what do you have right now? You have a kind of an in-betweener that is terrible in his own end. It's like the like the adult version of you know a kid eating everything he wants because he's got a high metabolism. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, he's going to catch up with you. Yeah, then he turned uh, thirty, and uh, that's right. Well, we all know how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Here's a couple other ducks for you. This one it might uh, surprise you. Carter Hart. Who? Exactly. He has been atrocious this year now he that's the philadelphia goalie right yeah and he was if i remember correctly was one that was kind of thrown to the wolves when they had like when that year philly went through like nine goalies yeah he was one of them ron hextall got fired because he wouldn't bring him up well jokes on them yeah <laughs> yeah and he had such a great year last year like he was unbelievable and so they're all like again philly haven't, they haven't had a good goalie in so long that they finally could hang their hat on this guy and uh, he's just not having a good start to it. I mean, it's still still lots of games left, but he's just been, um, you know, suspect at, uh, at best. Carter Hart. Yeah. Um, great name, though. Great name. Great, like, 80s, like, alt-rock singer. Yeah. Kind of sounds like a wrestler, right? Like, uh, yes. Uh, Carter the Hitman Heart. Yeah, exactly. Carter the Hitman <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he could easily have been a wrestler. 
What do you got on your studs list, aside from, like, Matthews and so, David? Yeah, obviously, Matthew, the big boys, Matthews and David. The standard. <laughs> um, yeah. You know who's been really impressive um, is the uh, ageless Patrick Kane. He oh, is yeah. ripping it up right now. Yeah, and, Chicago's doing pretty well, all things considered. And it, it's all on his back. Like, he's driving that team. Um, another guy, obviously, he hasn't played as many games, but Pasternak. This guy, everything he, everything he shoots seems to go, go, go in, right? Like, this guy is something else. I read something the other day. He hasn't been overly healthy the past couple of years, but in his last 82 games, he has, like, 113 or 14 points. Which is, is that it? Yeah, I, I assume <laughs> in most years that would be either top or at least top five in the league. That's um, crazy. Another guy, actually, I'm going to give some the Arizona Coyotes some love because they need it badly. Um, I like Connor Garland. I think he's having an unbelievable year so far. I bet you have to look him up. Um, I will. And I like Christian Dvorak. I think he's highly underrated, and he's having a heck of a year so far. Um, those are two two kind of surprises that um, you know I would not have thought would be producing at this rate right now, especially in Arizona. So, what's the story there? They're all kinds of corrupt or something. Yeah, it just seems – I don't know if, if you read the uh, article on The Athletic. There was like an expose written about the Coyotes ownership group and some of their, uh, you know, uh, C-level um, uh, leadership group uh, that uh, isn't overly um, flattering. Um, I don't, Did this I, all start with the GM? No, it started with the owner. So, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Kind of – you know, going back, their former GM, John Chayka, um, decided to resign from the team, for an, or he tried to leave the team for another role. I believe it was with New Jersey. Um, but uh, the league stepped in because he's still under contract. There was a bunch of stuff going on, and he was basically suspended. He, he, he you know, obviously um, resigned, but mm-hmm. he was suspended from working for another team for at least a year. Um, so that was kind of a head scratcher. Like, okay, you built this team. You're you've been here for a couple of years, and now you're leaving. You're the youngest GM, you know, in France, I think, ever. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was the youngest. I think so yeah, I think ever. he was the youngest at the time. Yeah, yeah. He was an, uh, like an analytics guy before. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and you would think a young guy like that getting an opportunity that like that early would be super appreciative and like would want to hold on to it and, and stick around and, and see his uh, plan through. So it was really bizarre when, when all this came out, um, which obviously raised some, some red flags. And um, I think in that expose in the, in the athletic, you, you can kind of see why he wanted to get out of there. Um, ownership was, you know, shady at best. They, they weren't doing good business practices. Um, you know, they were nickel and diming their vendors and, and partners and stuff like that. Um, really, you know, hurting relationships. 
Um, they weren't treating the staff properly. I think in the article, they had interviewed 50 staff members who came forward and, and you know, expressed their um, displeasure. 50. Like, that's a pretty large number. So These are all current staff members, right? Not like former as well? or uh, I think it's a mix. Um, Especially getting them to even just come forward and, and speak up, which means that there's obviously way more than 50 that either didn't feel comfortable to talk or, you know stuff like that so yeah like just having 50 to start is huge well and you, you got to be careful right like when, when you start coming out like that um you know 50 is good because you know at least you're it's a majority you can't you know blackball everyone but if there's one or two people that came out and um you know if it was like oh yeah a staff member mentioned this 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 and this well it'd be a whole lot easier to kind of track back as to who that was versus yeah. you know 50 people like that yeah, when there's 50, there's more than smoke. Yeah, exactly. And at that point you can't do anything, but you know, that's why there's power in numbers, right? Like if, if there was one or two sources, I mean, I, there probably would have been a witch hunt to find out who was leaking information or, or talking to them. But now they, they can't do it because there's just so many people that, that came forward, um, which is good. Um, and I'm sure that was planned amongst the staff members. Um, yeah. But obviously, it's not good down there. And the future of the team is pretty bleak right now, unless they get that stadium. Yeah, that sounds eerily familiar. <laughs> we we won't go there. Like every every couple of years, Arizona is all we need. Arena ownership is bad. Yeah, maybe they'll end up in Hamilton. Uh, that'll never happen. But we <laughs> never. Thought... So, wasn't there talk of having a Markham team at one point? There was, and I think the Leafs put an end to it. Bastards. And honestly, I don't know if that's even a great idea. Like, yeah, there's a ton of hockey fans there, but go look at – so if you look at any OHL team in the GTA, nobody does well. Like, nobody nobody sells tickets. Like, Mississauga Steelheads, they they couldn't sell a ticket for free. Um. You look at the AHL team in Hamilton, they had to leave. They weren't selling. Like, there was tons of hockey. There's, there still is tons of hockey in GTA, but no one goes. Like, it's kind of weird. It's um, So I think if a new team came in, there would still be that huge allegiance to, to Toronto. You can't just shake your allegiance to the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's just yeah. not going to happen. Like, that's going to happen um, wherever you go, like. You know, they have such a, a footprint all over Canada and just the league in general that there's, you know, there's always Leafs fans everywhere, um, even Montreal fans and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, if you put another team in Quebec, it's not like Montreal fans are going to split and just, you know, go cheer for them. Less than the Nordique. Um, yeah. I, if you go, yeah, if you go Nordiques, <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping everything and cheering for them. <laughs> yeah. I'll be waiting in line for season tickets. Yeah. It's got the same logo, the same color scheme. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. If it's, if it's not exactly the same, then I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, and that's it, right? Like, okay. You, you build a new stadium in Markham, a new team or whatever. Okay. Well, how are you selling tickets to a Tuesday game against Florida? Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's Florida. I don't think 
you had much luck selling a Tuesday night game against Florida here. <laughs> yeah, but if you go to a, a Leaf in February, yeah, but go go to a Toronto Florida game on a Tuesday in Toronto, and you're paying two hundred bucks for a ticket, and the place is full. That's true. Yeah, it's like the Raptors too, right? Yeah, two, Tuesday night against Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. So, and you got what six million people? You're gonna have, you're gonna have uh, a lack of inventory available to move yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. now that being said um is it always going to be like that i don't know um i think you know as the older generation kind of moves on and the new generation comes up i think you're going to broke see, what's that <laughs> yeah the new broke. generation coming yeah. up broke <laughs> yeah exactly so like I mean, that's the problem we had with with sales here right is that we have the older generation that bought the tickets 25 plus years ago and they're sort of, you know, lack of a better term, considering the situation is dying off, not literally, but just as older and not going out. And then it's harder to get the ones with the 20 some year olds or 30 some year olds that are starting families to fork out the minimum $2,500 for a full season package. The pricing is unbelievable. Um, now, I understand why, because I think the salaries are, are way too high. Um, but, it, it, like, how? yeah, like you said, okay, so Ottawa has some of the cheapest ticket prices in the league, but it's still going to cost you. And, and I think we did the math. Even if you get free tickets, okay, we toss you, and you're bringing your, you know, your, significant other and and two kids well now you gotta you gotta pay 15 bucks for parking you gotta pay your gas to get out here especially if you're coming from like orleans or, or out of town yep. um you gotta buy you probably buying dinner there or something some sort of food there and that's probably gonna cost you 20 to 30 bucks add in beers you're probably looking at another 50 you're looking at over a hundred dollar hot dogs for the kids like yeah it's a hundred dollar night free tickets Oh, if you're like my dad, who would take my nephew, you're buying merch there too, every yeah. game, and that's, that's with free tickets. Hundred percent, and then yeah, like that, that's what I mean. Like it, it's hard not to spend a hundred bucks there, um, even if you have free tickets. Like, which is expensive, man. Like that's that's yeah. not a not something to sneeze at. But which, and, again, and that's as you're saying is the lower end of what most people are spending. Hundred percent, and that's bare minimal, right? Like that's, um, you could spend, who knows? Like if you have a nightclub bell, that's what 400 bucks a ticket. You could get Valley parking at 40 bucks. Like you can end up spending a grant for one game, but you have yourself a night, but you have yourself a night. (laughs) All right, Butsy, we won't keep you anymore. Thanks for hopping on again. Thanks for having me. We'll recap, uh, again with, uh, the next few weeks of games 100 percent. we'll have to uh keep tabs on these guys here uh actually one guy that's sorry i just want to end off on yeah. uh, really excited to see tim stutzel stutzel stutzla strudel yeah i really excited to see him develop he's gonna be an absolute star that was quite the snipe eh? last night in the shootout oh he's so good and he's just getting better like he's getting more and more comfortable 
So, and he's not afraid of. No, yeah, he's very comfortable in the role that he has, which is good. Hundred percent. Anyways, boys. All right. Take her easy. We'll yeah, thanks again. for having me. Oh, always. Stay warm. Yeah, yeah. and dry with the the snow. No kidding, eh? If I can shovel my uh, driveway one uh, more time, I'm gonna freak out. Definitely, definitely going out to shovel as soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as we finish up here. <laughs> well, Corey, stay on as long as you can. Always. <laughs> make sure it's make sure it's over. Okay, man. Good, guys. Mortal Kombat, you and I were talking about the other day. Mortal Kombat. You rewatched the 90, was 95, right? The, yeah, I watched, I I, oh, I started watching Annihilation, <laughs> did not finish it. <laughs> Just, I couldn't. And like, well, when you start off, it picks up literally where the other movie ends. Yeah. And everybody except for... Raiden and Liu Kang. No, no. Liu Kang. I think Liu uh, Kang is the only one that's the same. Uh, Katana's the same, I'm pretty sure. And oh. Raiden... No, he's definitely... No, yeah, he's definitely he's different. He's definitely different. Um, it's, and then... It's Christopher Lambert in the first one, and then it's uh, James Reimer in the second yeah, one. And, yeah, and... Yeah, they're the only... <laughs> yeah, Luke, Luke Kang's, like, the only one. And then, yeah, Johnny Cage bites it in, like, the first, yeah. like, two minutes. And, like, that's kind of... You're like, okay, whatever. He was in it for, for two minutes. Maybe the actor didn't want to do it. And they're like, whatever, we can just, he's there for two minutes, no big deal. But then, like, Sonya is like, you know, Bridget Wilson, was it Bridget Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. Bridget Wilson was like, yeah, like, I definitely don't want to do this movie again. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> like, you know, if <laughs> if there's people being like, 100% don't want to do this movie again, nah, I'm out. Um, I think it reminds me a little bit about um, Sharknado, where, okay. like, Tara Reed and um, Steve Sanders. Who was it? Einzering. Yeah, Einzering. Uh, if like when you know Sharknado Two comes out and those two don't want to do it, like there's an issue. Like at that point in their careers, they were looking at doing anything, and even then they were like, probably not going <laughs> to sign up for Sharknado Two. <laughs> We'll pay you this time. Oh, yeah. okay. No. <laughs> Even then. <laughs> but did you see by like when you when I saw the trailer for this reboot here, I just I went back to ninety five and it is bad, but that's just like I said, this to me, this reboot trailer just screamed um like Logan. Yeah. It's like it didn't like it's just F bombs and gore for the sake of we can do it because it's rated R Exactly. And like you know, the, the, you know, I think 95 had like what, a couple of nosebleeds maybe. And, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, oh guys. <laughs> yeah. All, all the deaths were, were essentially off screen. Um, and if people just walk off, walk back on, that's the end of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this was definitely a, like just gore. Fil- and again, it could be, you know, stuff we've talked about before that might be all the gore from the entire movie. Like they may have been like, Hey, here's the trailer. We're going to show you every single best part. And, you know, I can only assume this movie is going to be more than two hours, unfortunately, instead of the hour and 17 minutes, it should be. Um, 
but so it's probably going to be at least two hours, probably in the two fifteen, maybe two and a half hour situation. Um, yeah. And you know, like I said, we've probably seen most of the the main good scenes because of the, you know, the gore, the finish hymns, the animality, the you know, whatever. Like we got it all already. Um, you know, that being said, I still want to see it. It's Mortal Kombat. It's it's one of the games I grew up with. You know, if, if they made an NBA Jam movie, I'd watch it. So like... <laughs> I wonder if this would be like the video games where you'll see this movie and then a couple months later, they'll release a new character for the movie and you can rewatch it with somebody else in it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is what Sub-Zero on the right and like Scorpion. Scorpion. So that's not the Scorpion I remember. No, so they're they're both they're they're both ninjas in this one, not the. And Sub Zero seems to be like he's like a like he's like the 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 heavy the main bad guy like he kills somebody it, or like, he yeah that, it, what's yeah Jax's that's what arm. the trailer is uh, seeming to portray. Um, and that leads them down this path to this tournament, right? Yeah. Um, and I, what I thought was pretty good was like that. Um, that scene where so the the initial scene uh is that jack he ices jack's arms and that's how jack ends up with the uh bionic arms there yeah. um and like that's different right because in in annihilation we just see him with the bionic arms i'm i'm sure they explain yeah, what happened but shows up yeah um, rock and like in uh i forget which game that Jax actually shows up in. I think his backstory is that like his arms have gotten blown off from whatever military or, you know, or there was, I think there was one backstory that was like, it was um, experimentation with the bionic arms that caused him to like, they were supposed to be augmented arms, but then they, you know, they had to amputate. So they just gave him full out arms. Um <laughs> So As like, one does. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, when something goes <laughs> wrong, just amputate anyway. Paper cut, amputate. <laughs> just get rid of it. You're never going to survive this. <laughs> so, so, someone at work today had a had a splinter, and they were trying to get it out. I'm like, I don't know, man. You're just going to have to amputate that off. <laughs> he looked at me like, what? Um, but uh, but I was listening to a. Because I think the director did a like a trailer breakdown, basically, and you know was oh, saying did his own like AMA. Yeah, and you know uh, for that one they were like, listen, there's been a lot of takes on Jax's arms, and so they didn't feel like uh, they had to. You know, there was already other versions of it, so they felt like yeah. they had liberty to do their own version. Whereas you know some other stuff they maybe had to keep the same. Um, but they already had so many different versions of how Jack's got his arms where they're like, well, instead of choosing one of those, we'll just make our own. Cause clearly that's not a consistent thing in the movies or the games. Well, my only issue, uh, and I have it with most stuff is where they have, they go out of their way unnecessarily to connect characters. Like in this case, you got sub zero being responsible for that. Yeah. It's like, well, but I mean, that's the thing is like, think of another way of, yeah and why they're how they find out this tournament yeah and that's the thing is it's you know we don't know too much yet i guess about the tournament itself 
Um, whether it's going to be more story driven, where it's you know more focused on this Sub Zero side story, is he a, the villain or a villain, um, or is it going to eventually turn into a all right, now we have to kind of climb the ladder of bad guys and eventually get to Goro and eventually get to Shao Kahn and, and stuff like that. Um, and then will it actually be tournament style? Because it seems like if they're trying to do one, they're not going to have a good time trying to do the other. Like it has to either be a tournament style or a story based on someone. The yeah. It shouldn't be that the story is, or the tournament is the like root of the story that... Well, if we beat the tournament, then we save whoever, whomever. <laughs> <laughs> it's never whom. Whom is always wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake world. Yeah, teaches it to confuse kids. Um, but like, I mean, there was there was still a lot of stuff in this trailer that you know I was like, this is pretty cool. It's you know especially when you're comparing to a movie from 25 years ago. Um, and then especially a, another movie that has way worse special effects that came out four years later, whenever Annihilation did, um, you know, um, I'm excited. Maybe this is the, the Mortal Kombat, you know, if, if we didn't have those other two movies, this would have been the, the Mortal Kombat that we wanted to see. Right, like everything's gonna seem a lot more realistic because they can make it seem a lot more realistic. Um, but you know, we live in a world where Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation still exist. <laughs> so you know, it you know we can't just look at this as a standalone, um, <laughs> like those other movies didn't happen. And we will be critiquing the hell out of this movie after <laughs> it comes out. So stay tuned for that. It would be wild if this ends up being worse than Annihilation. It'd be hard I, to do. It, it'll be hard to do. I I have a I have a really hard time thinking that'll be the case. Um I think for me, if I had to, it Annihilation's definitely gonna be three. Um I feel like this new one might be two, and Mortal Kombat ninety five would be probably still my number one if I had to rank them, but I haven't seen this one yet, obviously. So obviously we'll see. I should watch that again now. Which one? The regular Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Just annihilate like annihilation actually was like, it was tough. It was tough to get through. I think I got 10 or no, not 10. It must've been at least 15 or 20 minutes. And I was like, no, like I just can't, I couldn't do it. There's been very few movies I've turned off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the thing is I'll I'll power through a lot of movies, um, especially if it's the first time I'm watching it. But as a rewatch, I'm like, I know it doesn't get better. Like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of movies where I'm like, ah, okay, I just gotta just power through all these instru- in in um, introductions and you know, random story stuff. But then you know, once that fighting starts, it's gonna be good. No, not with this. <laughs> Was it uh, Immortals that, like, Henry Cavill, like, the knockoff 300? Yeah, oh, I didn't even... Yeah. I, yeah, that one I don't think I've seen. Yeah, I stopped that, I think, maybe 15 minutes in. 300, I'll watch over and over again. 
I don't remember. I watched the second one. I have I have no recollection of it whatsoever. I I actually so I loved Three Hundred. Like that was it was yeah. one of my my favorite movies when the year that that came out. Um, me and, I went and saw it, it in the theater only to see the uh, Venomized trailer of Spider Man Three. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's the one where they're playing the Venom trailer. I have to go see that. Got to see it. Um, I I'm, I must have seen that movie just so many times the year it came out. Uh, for Halloween, me and two other guys went as Spartans, um, you know, from the movie. We were, I was in North Bay at the time, and yeah, it gets colder earlier there. But we were out, you know, for the, you know, the Halloween night at the campus bar, yep. uh, late October. Uh, just I had an underwear and cape on, and it was freezing cold. But I was like, this is it. This is the move. You know, this is the play for tonight. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was just like, I was so into that movie. And uh, when I heard they were making a second one, I was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. And I, I don't know why, but I think by the time it came out, I just kind of, I was like, right. oh, it's, it's probably not going to be awesome. Yeah. And it was one of those movies that I, I didn't even bother trying to, trying to go watch or go see, but you know, maybe Maybe that's something to. I'll throw on three hundred, you know, over the next week or something, and maybe it'll make me want to watch. What is the second? What's the second one called? Three hundred two, three hundred and two. I think it's three hundred and two Dalmatians. Three hundred, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just called like three hundred Immortals or something similar. Rise of an Empire. Rise of an Empire. Rise of an Empire. Rise of an. Empire, the 2014 American epic action film. Ooh, epic. When you use the word epic. Written, written and produced by Zack Snyder. Sequel to 2007's 300. You know when they wait almost a decade after. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's be good. <laughs> Look at you, Sin City 2. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and Dumber 2. There's a list. There'll be a Was list there a Starship Troopers 2? I feel like that There's is... several. Yeah, I feel like Seven. that's also in a, a similar boat that, you know, they were like, oh, Starship Troopers, it was a terrible movie, but a bunch of people saw it. We should make a new one. And then it was like eight years later and the hype had died yeah. down. There's your uh, your other Mortal Kombat-esque movie with the terrible sequels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Casper Van Dien. That's a trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that we just never want to take, but we always yeah. end up. Down. I remember seeing that movie as a kid and thinking it was amazing. But everything was amazing. Not everything, but there's so I'm, many things that were amazing when we were a kid. And then that like, uh, that like reintroduced everybody to Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah, That's that right. brought him back. And then Harold and Kumar brought him back in a big bad way. That was that was it. Harold Kumar, Harold and Kumar was the one that brought him like adult Neil Patrick Harris back. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a it was a save or rejuvenate a career cameo. Absolutely, that was. Well, he said he got how excuse me how I met your mother off of that. Yep. Uh, have you seen this? And I'll uh, prepare yourself. It is quite quite. Uh, quite <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, <laughs> is that is this the thing where it was like a, a doll? No, this, uh, a fisherman caught this off the coast of Oh, Indonesia. that's a real thing. Yeah, this is a mutant God. 
fish born with a human face. It was a caught a shark. Uh, noticed the shark was pregnant. Cut it open. I guess the shark was dead. Uh, it had three pups in it. Two were normal, and then the third one looked like this. Sleep well. Sleep well, Vichel. That's not. This is mean to do that to people. You know, you should. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. It is a real life baby shark. That like no like that actually legitimately looks like clay. First of all, um, with like googly eyes put on it. No, I shit you not. It is legit according to this article. <laughs> according to TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's wild. That's yeah. That's definitely scary. So the question out. is, who slept with a fish? Yep. Who like, who who saw the shape of water and decided? <laughs> you know what? Yep. I'm game. Doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, doing it. <laughs> we should we should put this on uh, on the Instagram story. <laughs> and <laughs> put a little. <laughs> is this real or fake poll situation? <laughs> You know what? I'm starting to question where Ryan is tonight. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) What was her name again? (laughs) Sharkina? (laughs) Come on, it's it's Sharkay. (laughs) Sharkira? (laughs) I don't know, it was Finley. (laughs) It's Sharkira, these Finns don't lie. Uh, looks like someone's out there finding Nemo (laughs) yeah I figured I had to have that that's uh... yeah that was messed up man (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome alright on that uh, terrifying note Jesus (laughs) I feel like that you know what I feel like you could have told me um, because I haven't had a chance to really be on the internet all day. You yeah. could have told me that that was something that the curiosity, uh, the sorry, the perseverance <laughs> rover found on Mars, and I would have like I would have been like, "Damn, that's crazy!" But when you tell me it's a like rando shark baby, <laughs> shark human hybrid, I'm like, "No, that's messed up." <laughs> yep. The world is a scary place. <laughs> it's, it's just getting scarier. <gasps> <laughs> All right. That's enough of the silliness. I know we enjoy the silliness. We do We do like the silliness. So uh, we will wrap it up. So for Michelle and Nick, who was on earlier, this is Corey reminding you to keep it casual. Thank you.